0: Squeak a leak is in the house. Anyway, people, how y'all doing? How's everybody doing this evening? Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Oh my Lord. Folks, I got I got royalty in the house. I got my granddaughter online here. I don't know what to say. Now nah, I might not should know how to act tonight, people. How y'all doing? Remember the two little pretty boys um, they're pretty because they like the grandfather. The two little handsome gentlemen I, I showed y'all in my page, but their mom's on on um Facebook and the grandmother's on um YouTube. So hey people, how y'all doing? Um uh, I'm gonna go ahead and get started because we gotta jump in, jump out. We know the president got some things to say tonight, so we gonna I'm gonna go ahead and I'm um I'll set it up and let him close. (sighs) I see a couple people here. I'm going to go ahead and get started, people. Good evening. Welcome to the show. Thank you guys for tuning in. I'm humbled. I am truly humbled that you chose to spend your Thursday nights with me. My name is Hank Batiste, alias the Renaissance Man. I'm also known as Rennie for short. This week, my Creole powers and the voices in my head are dancing down the Soul Train line and celebrating the fruition of all these premonitions that I made as they come true. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. But um, I guess it's only fitting that I have my daughter and my granddaughter here. I'll just tell you guys this first things first. Since you're first to be here, I'll share this with you. I am who I am because of one simple little woman, a little simple country girl by the name of Clara. She was a quintessential philosopher. She was a teacher, a chef, a wise woman. People used to come to our house seeking my mom's advice, and she was a God-fearing lady. She would feed any and everybody who said they were hungry. But today, especially because it would have been my mother's 101st birthday. So happy heavenly birthday, mom. Um, I, I lost her in 99 and I, I just got to the point where I could kind of deal with it and it doesn't bother me. I guess I, as I see my daughters and my granddaughters um, kind of grew up. I can see bits and pieces of my mom in them. So I know that she's she's not only watching over me but she's prospering. So. Um, in addition to this being my mom's heavenly birthday, it's also the one year anniversary where the World Health Organization declared COVID-19 a worldwide pandemic. So um, tonight we're gonna have a little bit of an abbreviated show. So if it's your first time coming in, I'm gonna try to make this short and sweet. I'm gonna get you ready for President Biden. He has some things he want to say to you and they're probably a little bit more um, important, if not as enta- entertaining as some of the things I have to say to you. Tonight, we're going to talk about a couple of things. We're going to talk about where we are with this COVID-19, 2021. 20, we're also going to talk a little bit about sexual misconduct. We're going to talk about some pol- political and racial disparities and voting restrictions that's on the horizon. I bring them up now because this is all about keeping us engaged and letting us know that um, we have to stay engaged. We have to stay on top of these things. So tonight's show is called, and let me slow it down. Tonight's show is called COVID Sabotage, 50 Days in Preventing the Voting Tragedy. Folks, I got something to say. It must be true. So let's omit the logic and do this. Let's start off with COVID. Right now we're starting to see we're turning the corner, um, and we're starting to see some successes. But well, we've got to kind of slow our road, folks. In addition to these successes, some people are just sick and tired of being sick and tired of dealing with COVID, being quarantined, etc. 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 And they're ready to break out. Just hold on a little bit longer. You know, if we want the 4th of July to be special. If we want um, Memorial Day to be special, Eva, we gotta be cool during March and April. If March and April gives us a a happy May, then we're gonna have a hell of a 4th of July. Um, As I said, solemnly, today marks the one year anniversary of the World World Health Organization, naming COVID a worldwide pandemic. But to date, in America, we've had close to 531,000 dead Americans. Americans who have died. We've, um, luckily, we've had a change in in leadership. So we have a new... um, President on deck, and we're starting to defeat this COVID 19, 20, and now 21. It's finally starting to do a couple things. It's, we're getting it where we can manage it, but it's also starting to mutate. So we got to be cool just a little while longer. And I kind of, uh, I usually leave the statistics to President Biden, but I'm just kind of telling you guys a couple things that I think are noteworthy. The first thing is um, white, 67% of the people that's been vaccinated thus far have been white. And the irony to this is a lot of them are Republicans who said that COVID was a joke. 7% of Hispanics have been um vaccinated and less than seven percent somewhere i think the last i saw it it was like 6.3 6.5 percent of blacks being vaccinated and like black folks other ethnicities are either not having access to the vaccinations or they're just like us and they don't totally trust the government um So this fact is illustrated by what they call others, Asians, Hispanics. I mean, Asians, um, Mideastern, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, total only about 13, 14 percent. The good thing is the daily infection rate is down 13 percent. Hospitalizations is down about um, 14 to 20 percent, depending on who you watch and the time of day you watch. And most importantly, the debt rate has fallen 22%. But we're not out of the woods yet. This thing is mutating. Anybody know anything about diseases, especially viruses? It's like they're like roaches. One day, decon kill them. And the next day, they're saying, yo, decon party at the White House. You know what I mean? So we have to kind of be cool a little bit longer What's happening now is some of the ongoing testing, looking at things like um, antibodies and and tracing. So they're doing some of the things I said wasn't done in the beginning, and some of the things that made me skeptical. So I've even kind of turned the corner on where I am with vaccinations. And what I would say is to those people that primarily take the flu vaccine, or if you're in one of those high-risk groups, be the first out there, get your, your shot. Um, I'm tired of losing people that I care about. Um, this week marked the first time since last year that we're seeing under 1,000 people a day dying. To, um, just before press time, just before I came on air, I think it was like just over 700 people had died today. It's crazy that we're celebrating only 700 people dying. It's crazy but just a few days back we were looking at in the 2500s to the 3,000 range of people dying a day so we're getting there folks but just hang on just a little while longer you know this is like running a race you see the you see the um finish line and it makes you want to race it makes you want to speed up. But what happens is you start running out of gas before you can cross the finish line. So let's keep the pace that we've been going. Let's keep on doing what we've been doing. Um, I know we all mentally and emotionally worn out. I know I am. I know I am. When I talk about my granddaughters, when I talk about my great granddaughter, my great grandsons, I want to put some love on them. I wanna. I want to be able to, you know what I mean? I call Terry and I call Andrew um, Charlie, because I don't know, he just kind of reminds me of that. But this little kid looked at me and he just came up to me. So I want to spoil these kids and I'm not going to do anything until I feel confident that I'm not going to bring sickness to their door. So I urge you to do the same thing with the people that you care about. So um, I realize the numbers are trending downward, but just because Pete, Fewer people are dying daily, people are still dying. So let's pretend, let's behave as though the possibility of some of those that die tomorrow could be some people that we care about. And that will be the motivation for us to hold steady and um, don't throw caution to the wind. I can't wait to get on the cruise ship, but I'm going to wait a little bit longer. Okay. All right. Um, When I talk about the successes, I can't help but to think about some of the things the Republicans are doing to sabotage these successes. (sighs) Some of the sinister things, some of the conspiracy theories. I know this sounds like a conspiracy theory, but here are the facts, people. Donald Trump secretly got his vaccine and didn't tell anyone. Mainly he didn't tell his followers. He's still telling his followers and so many of them believe that COVID is is no big deal. So they're the main ones who have not been walking around with masks on. They're the main ones that could be transmitting this disease. In addition to that, the Florida governor right here, Rick DeSantis, who is a staunch Trump supporter. He rerouted some COVID vaccines to exclusive communities so that the rich and wealthy could get their shots without having to wait in line. These are not theories. This is proven, babe. In addition, when I think about the governor, Greg Abbott, and some of the other Republican Governors who are eliminating and roll backing, rolling back the mass mandates at a time when we're at this fork in the road, we're at a turning point. But if we if we proceed without caution, we can cause our numbers to spike again. And I think when I think about spring break, when I think about Easter coming up, when I think about huge family gatherings unknowingly these could be super spreader events folks i know folks that got with their people at thanksgiving got with their people at christmas and inadvertently they got sick and so did the everybody in that family so hold on a little while longer i know i'm saying it over and over we just don't want your family event to be a super spreader event within your family and then you wind up you losing the first cousin or an uncle, or aunt, or grandmother, or even a child, a grandchild for that. This thing is starting to mutate, so what we used to know, we have to make sure that we get ahead of. What makes Greg Abbott in Texas so notorious is not only did Governor Abbott eliminate or roll back the mask mandate, but he's been blaming everything on The Biden administration, we know that we have this influx of people coming across the border. So um, it's so easy for everything to be kind of blamed on Biden. In addition to that, and this is what this is the only thing that really pissed me off this week. The Texas attorney general, this is the same idiot who tried to sue because he's under FBI investigation himself. So he's been so far trumps behind, hoping that he could have gotten a pardon beforehand. But luckily he hadn't been convicted. You can't be pardoned unless you have been convicted and have a sentence. So he's still trying to make inroads up Donnie's butt. He had the audacity to sue some local mayors in the state of Texas because they wanted to, well, they passed a mandate. They say in the city of Austin, um, the mask mandate is still in effect. So, folks, Abbott, AG, all of these governors, say it with me. Fuck out of here. <laughs> I didn't say I wasn't gonna cuss tonight. So <laughs> I could go on and on, folks, but I gonna stop right there. But mark my word, these Republicans will say or do anything to, A, undermine Biden's presidency, even if it means sacrificing more lives. Moving on. Biden talked about his first hundred days. If his next 50 days is anything like this first 50 days, then um, to stand by. <laughs> just making sure that all my mics are on. Back in January of 2017, I told you guys that Biden was the perfect solution for that newly elected numbskull that we call Donald J. Most of you thought I was... Tripping or drinking heavily. I told you that Biden was the right choice because he had evolved. He had suffered some pains, personal pains. He had suffered some some um professional pains and, and agonies. It caused him to evolve and then he grew as Obama's vice president. I said he could hit the ground running from day one. And yeah. My critical powers are on hyperdrive. Everything I said has come to fruition. The bad thing, Biden's in office, and he's proven me right. He's done all that he could to remain focused and try to keep these Dems together. He's been able to materialize on his vision thus far. He's working with progressives and moderates and independents. More importantly, he's taken just excuse me, I got indigestion. He's taking this thing on the road. He's garnering bipartisan support away from Capitol Hill. So he's taken his argument, he's taken his vision, he's taken his plan to the American public, and 67% of America is behind him. 30% is against. That's those Trumpsters, those Trumpets, those Trumpese, and them idiots that will do anything to remain in power. That's those local Republican politicians, those state and national Republican politicians who are they're pissed because Biden's doing what he wanted to do. And he have the people behind him. I want him to stay aggressive, but I'm starting to see one of the premonitions that I made to you starting to materialize. And it's not to my liking, I told you in the first six months or so, we were going to see an uproar in the Democratic Party. With all of these successes, you'd think that they would be pulling closer together and be more cohesive. But now is when personal ambitions start to kick in. He's got his time in the sun, so I need to make some rumblings so that people don't forget my name because I'm up for re-election in 2022. So these so-called progressives, if you're so damn progressive, get with the program, work with the man, keep a majority, increase your majority in the House and the Senate, and things are going to come to you. Then you can go big. This time they went huge, $1.9 trillion. Dollars. So everybody had told who Biden was the man. If y'all gave me five I, I'd be straight. I'd be straight in the mud. But let me stop, let me stop. With the majority that we have in both the House and the, the, the Senate, The Dems can get the policy work done and assist Biden to get an aggressive agenda that can get this country back on track and do away with some of this this hateful facade. Don't get me wrong. I know that hate and racism is as true as the red, white, and blue, but the one thing that is apparent right now is we have a president who's working hard to include everyone. He's working hard to make a diverse cabinet. He's working hard to listen to people that di- that are usually the disenfranchised, who usually don't have a voice. When you look at this plan, shit, I'm wishing I had two kids that I could claim right now. These folks are going to get close to $11,000 dollars. Now, if you're out there and you're a mother and a father and you've got two kids and you're getting this kind of money, don't buy a damn car. Don't buy a big TV. Take and invest some of that money. Hold on to some of that money for a rainy day. Because one thing is for sure. I said for sure. Yeah, I said for sure. One thing is for sure. The other thing is for sure, nothing lasts forever, especially good times. So though we're relishing where we are now, these things are sharp. Let me move on, folks. I know the hate is real. I know the hate is real because 43 states are trying to pass legislation without public approval right now to restrict voting rights by limiting the number of polls, by limiting er early. Early, the number of days for early and mail-in voting. People, we have to stay engaged and beat them at their cheating games. How we do that? We're going to do that as we move forward. I'm going to tell you how we do that. I know we're going to be all right because we did it before. In places like Georgia, we're going to do it again. So let's stay on it. Oh, by the way, just in case you haven't heard, Biden signed the relief bill. So I'm just saying, I'm just a bill. Yes, I'm only a bill. Not I'm sitting on careful to heal. Oh, I'm a law. We're gonna get our money, folks. We're gonna move forward. We're out of this. Moving on. Let me talk right quick about the sexual misconduct. First of all, happy woman's month. I don't think it should be a day. I don't think it should be a week. I think it should be a one month. Women have been the backbone of our society. You know, their mothers are our first teachers. They're the glue that whole families together. You know, um, I talk about Tyler's Madea character because Madea does no justice to the honorable, hardworking women in my New Orleans neighborhoods that took care of me. They were my village that helped to raise me growing up. Again, today would have been my mother's 101st birthday. With that being said, any low life, any low life who takes unwanted liberties with any woman should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. I think the most heinous act, and I said this before and I'm gonna say it again, the only thing worse than hurting a child is taking a woman's dignity. Regardless to who the woman is, it should be investigated. If deemed criminal, they should be prosecuted, whether your name is Andrew Cuomo or whether your name is Donald J. Trump. So if we're going to do this for Cuomo, we should go after Trump the same way. I said it, I said it, and I said what I said. Let me be clear. I would love to see Andrew resign. If they deem something is is criminal, I'd like to see them prosecuted. But I I also want the Democrats to not just beat up on their own. To date, there's about 39 Democrats who's calling for Andrew's resignation. We need to have that same kind of solidarity when it comes to pursuing Trump. To hell with QAnon and all these other folks. What we have seen, uh, sexual misconduct is not a partisan act. Men behave badly regardless of socioeconomic background, regardless of uh, political affiliation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All of them should be investigated rigorously, rigorously, vigorously. They should be incarcerated and they should be treated like the woman that they are. So folks, this is a new day. We gotta stay engaged. I'm gonna hurry up and finish this up. We got about five minutes before Joe comes on. This is a turning point now millennium folks, even more than having our first black president, even more than having our first black female vice president, who would have thought that there would be a black Duchess named Megan? Don't we'll talk about the mulatto named Charlotte who's in the um, family tree. If they do their Ancestry 21 or whatever, yes, they will find out that there's blacks. And I think she was, it um, was grandmother, great-grandmother something. They called them mulatto, and we weren't black. You know, but um, it is what it is. Megan called them out. Now, the person that's really smaller is Idris Elba. He might wind up being James Bond after all. <laughs> Folks, I'm going to cut this short. I'm going to tell you that's all I'm going to give you tonight. I got mobile. I'm going I'm to just save it right now. I want to hear what our prayers have to say. You got about five minutes. As always, like I always tell you, remember, don't be so afraid to die that you forget to live for purpose. Also remember, you heard it here first. Go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, hit a like. Leave a brother some positive feedback. That will help me. Leave positive messages. It will greatly help me continue to deliver the type of messages that I believe are timely and relevant moving forward.